Howdy, folks. John Hudson here. And, uh, John Hudson, that is. I'm trying not to mumble. Uh, so, this is me, and this is Techno Monking. Week 7, I believe. Week 7, is that right? Week 7 of Techno Monking. <sighs> Welcome. As always, this is an experiment. If you're new to this, then uh, again, thrice over welcome, but otherwise just normal, normal welcome. <sighs> How you guys doing? I'm not sure I'm ever going to get used to this, like, talking alone but to other people type thing. I mean, I'm, I'm crazy enough that I enjoy talking to myself occasionally, I know. It's kind of weird, but I I don't mind. And it's actually pretty helpful for me. Like sometimes when I'm driving. In general, it helps if I'm doing something while I'm talking. And, and in the end, it just, I mean, it kind of adds a little value to these dumb, boring things I do. Like hour and a half long commutes and things of this nature. And I like it. Nonetheless, this is still always, I think, going to be a little weird. Like when I'm talking, when you're talking to yourself, if you've never done this before, but when you talk to yourself, you kind of have some free range to jump. Well, for one, to jump between talking out loud and thinking in your mind and then jumping back and forth. It, it kind of becomes like uh, when you, when I listen to some people in my kitchen who jump between English and Spanish. Uh, fluidly with with their friends and so it's for a while you can understand and then well for me because I don't speak Spanish I took like four years of it in high school so I get snips snippets but I don't understand the language but jumping back and forth between there the the English isn't like um, intelligible you know because you need both sides of the conversation. And so there's a little bit extra weight when you're talking to other people, to, to yourself, to other people, to yourself. Is this weird? I don't know. I don't know if this is weird. This is still an experiment. How's the music this week? Is it all right? Is it kind of weird? I, I really can't hear it yet, but uh, I'll hear it eventually. And then I will either agree or disagree with you. There we go. That's me predicting the future. Humankind will either destroy itself totally or will continue on. This tree will be chopped down within a day or maybe it will continue growing and being awesome. I'm here, now I'm there. What am I doing? Here, why don't we actually talk about techno-monking stuff? Okay, so new people, new people. Just a quick briefing on what this is. So Techno Monking is my own little personal uh, podcast. All about uh, sort of like productivity things, getting things done. Right now my focus is on this website called Habitica.com. It's like a in real life RPG kind of silly gamification of your life. And so it's... It's been a fun little thing that I'm experimenting with. 
And in the meantime, the broader scope of this podcast is I'm also trying to aim to become like a competent programmer and to move out of my current job as a uh, chef de garmanjour, uh, like a salad and pastries and dessert kind of chef. And that's that about sums it up, I think. How many episodes has it been? And I think I'm finally figuring out what this thing is. Ah, I mean, it's possible, possible it will change. In any case, uh, why don't we talk a little bit of life stuff, productivity stuff. This is a sort of a journal, after all, of my journey. I don't know how many weeks it'll be, or how many months, or how long this little thing will go, but you know what? That's the point, isn't it? To kind of embrace the little journeys that life throws you on, to take them on completely. And you know, if they kind of fail, if they crumble in your hands, then you just set them down gently and remember the, try to remember the good things and move on. I've had so many projects like that. They just kind of fall apart in my hands. I'm like, ah, did I? Ah, no, but no, there were good moments. There were good moments. Now let's move on. There's other stuff to do. You know what? Other fish in the sea. That's what they say. Those fishermen. Oh, so I've been playing around a little bit with my whole system in Habitica and with just my my week. In general, for people who haven't read Getting Things Done by David Allen, that's sort of my go-to foundation for what I'm pulling off here or what I'm trying to do in my life. And so... One of the important aspects of getting things done is to have a thing called a Sunday review. So once a week, uh, in the examples on Sunday, you would want to sit down and look at all the projects that you've collected, that you've written down and kind of, that you've been working on or that you've been wanting to work on. The whole point of GTD is to get the stuff, get the projects and the tasks and the to-dos and the the ambitions and the goals out of your head and somewhere where you can like look at them and also where you don't have to constantly be like, oh, I have to remember this. This is important that I remember. Because it is important, but our brains don't work quite that way. Like it's hard to hold more than two or three ideas or tasks in your head at once. And so... The point is to get the stuff out of your head, and a Sunday review is all about looking at all the stuff that you've you've created, all of the projects that you've laid out, and everything, and kind of figure out where you stand in each of the little domains of your world. And in general, that's what I've done as well, and I've done that sort of thing on Sundays, almost like naturally. It's it's funny how the the more that you study your own system or the way that you make things you begin to realize that there are patterns that you you do certain things at certain times of the week even and it's important to note those i mean one of the obvious ones that like people like merlin mann always talks about is this idea that certain points of your day like maybe morning or afternoon or evening certain 
certain moments in your day, you have more energy to do certain kinds of tasks, or you have more gumption, or you're more excited and ready to do these tasks. For instance, maybe you write better in the mornings, and maybe in the afternoons, these are better for like sort of simple, like kind of mundane tasks or something like that. Or maybe you write best in the evenings, or maybe you, you like to do all of your work at, at night or something. But in the end, we all sort of have preferences in this field, and it's good to learn what those preferences are. It's at least part of the point of GTD. It's kind of discovering who you are and how you best work. So what I'm changing here personally is I'm going to set this up as a as a Monday kind of thing. I'm formalizing this Sunday review idea and I'm moving it to Monday because that's <laughs> as as is typical for me. I'm not sure if this is a cognitive bias or not, but I tend to come up with a great idea to do like a great maybe a, a habit to pick up or and or something like this and it happens to be that I the moment that I decide to do it is the moment that I have like the least amount of responsibility for it so let me give an example in this case I was driving to work um, talking to myself as I do and I realized that I'd love to formalize this um, Sunday review thing and actually put it into Habitica, which is what I just did. And I still like the Sunday idea, but then I realized that it was Sunday, that I was driving to work on a Sunday, and that by the time the day was over, I wouldn't have had time to do any sort of Sunday review type of stuff, any sort of GTD stuff. And this is something, again, that happens a lot of times in my life, I'll be, it's the most inopportune moments that you get inspiration, quote unquote. And that's really one of, the, one of the sucky things about inspiration. Like you don't, it doesn't matter in the end. Ideally, inspiration would be the thing that drives every moment, I mean, everything that you write or every film, like podcast that you do or every, uh, YouTube video that you make, like, ideally, inspiration, this, like, joyous kind of idea would just permeate your work life, but it doesn't, and furthermore, it's not even, like, practically a good thing, right? In the end, you need to learn how to control yourself and kind of force this work or force the inspiration. It's not something that you let control you, rather, you need to have your your like inspired moments under control which is a difficult task but it takes a little bit of doing what why, what was the point of that oh in the end i i've set up a day in habitica which is on mondays for me that because i came up with the idea on sunday and so i wanted to actually have a it happen during my week instead of like waiting a week and procrastinating so it's on Mondays and it replaces my like free time kind of stuff all of my dailies and that's quite nice and it it's 
great. This is perfect. Perfect for me. In fact, I just spent a lot of time that, um, these podcasts tend to come out on Tuesdays. And I, yesterday and today, I spent a lot of time just cleaning up a whole bunch of stuff. Going through my reminders on my phone and cleaning out my room. I have, I've had a huge pile of papers and a couple like unopened envelopes like mail and stuff that I've just was like, okay, nope, I need to handle all of this. I need to throw out the trash. I need to decide what things need done right now and the rest of everything else kind of store and keep for later. And I also, I scanned a lot of the most important things into my, uh, in, into like JPEGs on my computer, which I'm probably going to drop into Google Docs when all is said and done. I've just recently realized that I need a good electronic system, a good file cabinet, and I'm thinking Google Docs is going to be that file cabinet for me. In the past, I've played around with Evernote, which is a great, like, note-taking kind of app that also is very versatile, like, holds images and can do OCR, optical character recognition, which means you can take a picture of a document or a piece of paper or, like, even a billboard or a business card, and it will decipher what that actually says. It'll take all the words and figure it out. That way you can search for it later and be like, what was the guy's name uh, on that business card? Or if you, yeah, I mean, it's it's very, very cool. And Google Docs has a similar thing. Really, this is sort of a universal thing by now for any of the really good document managers. In any case, I think I'm going to stick with Google Docs because it's a little bit simpler and I'm already sort of built into that world. I mean, Google Docs is where I keep all of my project documents, where I like keep track of the things I want to be doing, and it's shareable so I can share documents with other people, like, for instance, the podcast I do with Joel Griswell, Late Night Double Feature Picture Show. We have a Google Doc that we go back and forth on, try to figure out what films we're going to do, things like this. And it's, uh... I mean, once again, I'm finding that the things I'm doing naturally are already kind of habits, and I'm trying to really mold my this formal system around my natural habits already. That's what I've been up to. Anything else to talk about? Yeah, I've got plenty to talk about. Actually, I want to talk about a um, and I guess an epiphany that I just came to recently that is very much about productivity, even though it starts off being about everything but. So I tend to be a pretty big YouTube user. I, in general, I don't watch many films outside of the things we have to, we like get to watch for our film podcast. 
and outside of that, like, I mean, in my downtime when I'm really low energy, like getting back from work right before bed or as I'm like cooking food or washing dishes, I'll be watching YouTube videos. This is sort of the, my go-to thing. And it's something I'm, I've been thinking about getting rid of for a while because it's not super satisfying, even though it's like kind of fun in the moment, like when I finally close my computer and go to bed or when I, when like a video ends, like in, I don't feel great about it. It's not satisfying. And this is something that I'm kind of interested in. In any case, just recently, a version two of an entire, like a, an entirely separate thing just came out. Version two of Cookie Clicker, which if you've listened to my other podcasts in the past, you know that Cookie Clicker is something that I'm kind of obsessed with, the sort of gameplay. Ooh, coffee. Mm. Coffee. Making podcasts is a coffee kind of activity in any case uh what uh cookie clicker so if you don't know what cookie cookie clicker is you should probably just like google it and then open up open it up it's a web browser kind of game and you just need to kind of look at it it's a little bit bizarre actually (laughs) and looking at the first looking at it for the first time you're going to be kind of confused as to what to do but in any case, I mean, that's... I'm not going to explain what Cookie Clicker is. What's important is version 2 just came out, and I... And I've kind of been off that Cookie Clicker bandwagon for a while, and but now there's suddenly more content, and so I jumped onto the wiki, and I started playing a little bit in my free time. And on one of my off days, I... Actually, my morning, I was doing basic things just around the house uh, off days from work that is so like basically my Saturday I was sitting at home doing some like playing around in cookie clicker and got to the point actually about maybe an hour in or an hour and a half where I was like oh man I could be doing real things like right now this is my day off I could be uh, planning some project or I could do things different things like actually going outside no 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 nobody does that no 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 but no i'm i'm doing this and then i got a call and i got a call from work actually and they said where are you because apparently i was supposed to be in that day which i is partly my fault i should have checked the schedule but there had been a whole confusion the night before and I had been told that my main boss had been really confused about what he wanted or whether I was on the schedule or not my boss like second in command boss was um, basically said well in a very convoluted way that the schedule that nothing had changed which yeah you see there it was just a whole bunch of confusion and i should have stepped through it and just been like okay i'm doing this i'm taking this over what is what is actually going on but i didn't and so that day i was supposed to be in at work 
and so I got the call and then I left right away. Now, what's interesting here, this is kind of a drawn out story, but what's interesting for me is that I, if I had been watching YouTube that morning and into the afternoon, and then I got the call to go to work, and I like, then I would like trudge out and I'd be like, ah, oh, man. Not only am I not satisfied by this YouTube stuff, but now I like my day is ruined. I can't do the things tonight I wanted to do and all of this. But leaving on my way out to work after playing Cookie Clicker, I didn't feel quite the same. I didn't feel like downtrodden or like dissatisfied in a major way, which is very interesting to me. And thinking about it, and of course, talking to myself about it on the way to my commute, I realized that YouTube and Cookie Clicker, in my head, have always been the same kind of thing. They're just, in general, like a waste of time kind of task. It's for when I'm completely dead as far as energy goes. Like, I, again, like coming home after work, after like an emotional or like a uh, very strenuous work day and just getting home and not wanting to do anything. And so I just pull up something uh, kind, of, kind of stupid, like a dumb kind of waste of time thing. And that's how I've always thought of both YouTube and Cookie Clicker. But for some reason, playing, playing a game, this Cookie Clicker thing, was much more satisfying to me than watching YouTube. And I realized that maybe I, maybe these are completely different tasks. And it, well, it, yeah, this kind of brings me into the whole idea of satisfaction again. Like, I've kind of thrown this word around, this idea that I want to be satisfied in my life. But in general, and I think that that kind of ties into happiness as well. Like happiness is maybe a broad, like life kind of word for that. Like what is the goal in life? It's to be the most happy you can be or to be happy. And for me, I, I like saying satisfied. That's more um, guttural and like it's more intuitive for me. Happiness is sort of a, an abstract word, at least for me. But, in general, I think this might be a problem in a lot of productivity mindsets. Like, you, if you get, like, one of these productivity books, if you get, like, Getting Things Done or any number of the other ones, I think, I mean, obviously, you're kind of formalizing your system, right? The people who don't get productivity books but still get things done, like, they, they have a system. And it's probably a great system. I mean, they're getting a lot of stuff done. They're making things that they love. So I, I mean, yeah, they obviously have a system. It's just, there's a certain kind of person that likes to think about their lives and kind of draw out the rules and the guidelines and in many ways formalize that system, which I am just a huge uh, culprit in that way. Culprit? Is that the right word? I am so in that camp. 
Um, I love formalizing all these things and making rules and guidelines. That's just how I think. And the problem, I think, is that when you read these books that are so based in formalizing and drawing out rules for tasks and saying, this is how you will complete your tasks. This is how you can handle a project and make it so that you can manage it on a day-to-day basis. This is all important stuff, but it tends to point and make us think that the point, the whole purpose of everything that you do in life is to complete tasks. It's about completion. It's about taking on a project, and but it's more importantly, it's about finishing that project. And this is, I mean, that is very important. Like, in the end, the whole purpose of reading these books, or the whole purpose of wanting to make things, I think, is to actually do it, to go out and finish a thing, to make something that's good or bad. Like, it doesn't matter aesthetically if it's uh, a terrible thing or just a, a beautiful thing in the eyes of others. Like, you want to finish it. You want to get it done or get it out of your head in many ways. And... That is very true. That's absolutely what this is about. But I think there's a deeper importance here. There's something that you need to focus on even more. And I think that is the happiness question. The idea of what satisfies you. And this is the dichotomy. Like, I think if you are like very productivity-minded and you focus on completion on this side this side of like finishing tasks and doing things like this in my case like I, if I think this way then yeah YouTube and Cookie Clicker both feel like the same kind of thing they're both things that kind of waste my time and don't help me finish any big projects that I have if if they're helpful to me at all then it would be like sort of vicariously by me like maybe writing an article about Cookie Clicker or like trying to gain some higher knowledge of narrative out of YouTube, out of like this, not procedurally generated, but like procedural content. And so, yeah, again, from that point of view, from the completionist point of view, YouTube and Cookie Click are the same thing. But I find that that is the wrong point of view. Like when I, one of these tasks is better for me than the other one. And so I think, in the end, the satisfied angle, the satisfaction angle of this, is much more important. And that makes, in my head, even though, the, again, these two um, activities are both not like the best use of my time, I find that one of them is quite a bit better for me than the other one. This is a different way to to think about productivity for me. I think I've always been, or like, ever since, even from the time when I was really, really deep, deep, diving deep into productivity things and like life hacks and all these silly things. Even, well, back then, yeah, it was all about these. It was all about completing tasks. And again and again, I would find myself 
kind of foiled in that. Like I would come up against a task that objectively is a great thing. It would it would help me in all these different ways. Um, but for some reason, my body didn't want to do it. And that was so frustrating to me because in, in my head, it was all about completing these tasks I'd set up when maybe this thing that I was looking at just wasn't a good, I mean, wasn't satisfying for me, for me. There does sound like there's a problem here with, I mean, if you are basing all of your work life on this idea of satisfaction, like that's, that's sort of a ridiculously idealistic way to live. Like you do need to finish things. You do need to like finish projects in order to get paid. And it, in the end, it is about if you want to be a maker, you need to make things. And so that's, that is a thing. I mean, that's true. But for me, I am a maker. Like I live to make things and it's, so I, I don't think, hmm. I think if you really long to create and you, you long to do these things, then it's much, then you can kind of let that live. You can, you can set up a system like getting things done in your life. And the whole point of that system is, is sure to finish tasks, but it's to get that completionist idea out of your head. It's to get that on paper so that you don't have to sit there in your cubicle and just think about and fret about all of the, the projects, all of the like 10 or 20 tasks, tasks you need to get done today, about the huge pile of, of papers that you have in the middle of your bedroom or the dishes that need done. Like, in the end, this is, this is the point of productivity systems or of any of these systems. Like, it's to get that fretting out of your head. It's to make something real and to take real steps on your projects, but it's to stop worrying about them, you know, to stop stress. And so it seems to me that satisfaction, that like life satisfaction is and should be the driving presence here. And indeed that's sort of a, a um, I mean it's a worldview, right? This idea that you don't just like abide by the rules. It's not about abiding by rules. And it's not about like doing something incredible with your life. I mean, that's those are great things and they can lead to a certain kind of happiness. But in the end, it's, a, it's about the happiness itself, I think. It's about finding the things that satisfy you and about doing those things and kind of living a joyous life because of that. that's it for this week um wow that was a bombshell so yeah i guess that's it hope you guys have a great week if you want you can uh 
tweet me at Jingleheimer on the Twitter, Twitter sphere, Twitter worldiverse, the Tweeto blogus verse. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Jingleheimer. And so I hope you guys are doing well. If you guys have your own projects or your own things you're doing, I hope those are going well as, as well. <laughs> hey, but I mean, like, let me know. Just uh, contact me. Be like, hey, this is what I've been doing. This is, I really liked what you did here. Or, John, what the heck are you talking about? That's entirely wrong. Uh, any of that stuff, that's all fun and games for me. So, I hope you enjoy this has been Techno Monking. I am John Hudson. And as always, this is an experiment.